When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical L's Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. I'm Steve Gill. I'm your host. Well, that didn't turn out the way I I, I wanted it, but uh, I knew going into this game that Seattle's a tough place to play. Um, they hadn't won there since '89. Um, they've only won there three times. In 89, I think uh, Seattle was part of the AFC back then. So, but I got to give credit where credit is due. This team has a lot of heart and they showed it. Um, right now in Cleveland, everybody is calling for Kevin Stefanski's head because he made, they think, one bad call. It cost him the game. Well, I hate to tell you this, but it was 14 to nothing and the Browns were looking like they were about to get run out of the stadium. They were on the verge of being boat raced. But then play calling, offense, 80-yard drive, 67-yard dive for touchdowns, got them back in the game. Who played all those? Who, who made all those play calls? Oh, that's right. It was Kevin Stefanski. Look, should he have run the ball on third and three? Seattle was set up to stop the run. Um the wide receiver was open. Um, you 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 call the right plays, and you expect your players to execute them. They have a third-string quarterback. Third-string quarterback playing. So keep that in mind. Um, offensive line, again, played great. Uh, wide receivers are open. Uh, would have helped with the Deshaun Watson, who played at the Titans game, made a difference? Oh, heck yeah. He would see those wide open uh, receivers. Everybody's complaining about Elijah Moore, but every time I go back and look at it, he's open. I mean, he is wide open on um, where they had to settle for the field goal uh, when uh, PJ Walker tried to force it to Amari Cooper. I hate to tell you this, but Elijah Moore was open. But PJ Walker is a third string quarterback. So defense played great again. Kept them in the game. My only problem is for the third straight week, they've allowed the opponent to go down and score late in the game. Now, I know that that bonk off the helmet interception. How fluky is that? Uh, That'll go down in the history, you know, with the Dwayne Rubb taking his helmet off type stuff, the annals of how the Browns can lose a game. But, you know, also, missed tackles. Uh, they played seven games. I think out of those seven, they've only had two games where they were less than 10 missed tackles. That was the first game against Cincinnati and the third game against Tennessee. They're starting to miss tackles. Our defense is figuring Jim Schwartz. Yes. That inside run, that, that inside run uh, keeps, keeps offenses on the field. So he, they've got to figure out something, especially before they play Baltimore. Um, 
I thought uh, the running game, 155 yards rushing. Um, I'm very happy that he finally, finally used Pierre Strong. Kid is a great running back. Uh, Kevin Stefanski called a lot of screens because he knew uh, the Seattle defense uh, might be suspect against the screen. He was from left, right, over the middle. They worked. They all worked. Screen plays work when they, you got an aggressive defense. Uh, special teams, we got a kicker. And right now our punter is is killing it. Um, yes, if they would have run the ball in third and three and didn't get it, they could have punted, pinned uh, Seattle deep. But there's no guarantee that Seattle wouldn't go down in, in, less, than, in less than two minutes and score or at least get a field goal and force it in overtime. Our defense has been giving up late drives to the opposition. Like I said, third straight week. Something's got to be done with that. Slow start again, too. Another opening drive touchdown. This time it was two opening drive touchdowns. Um, but, you know, the offense played a little better. Uh, they're still in efficiency ratings. The offense is 29th, which that's uh, where you're going to be without Watson or, or Chubb. Defense is number two. And efficiency rating, our special teams, number one. I love it. Just getting need to get that offense just somewhere in the teens, 17, 16 in efficiency rating, and they'll win. All right, so what's going on? Um, so like I said, I, I really didn't expect them to win out there. That's a house of horrors for Browns fans. Uh, that uh, out in Seattle, uh, they've taken better teams than uh, the Seahawks out there and gotten their butt kicked. Uh, they were very competitive. It was probably, I don't know, uh, the best game of the weekend uh, for a uh, uh, unbiased fan. Um, so, uh, go moving forward. Now they take on the Arizona Cardinals with Josh Dobbs. Thank goodness. I thought for sure Tyler Murray would be back, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like Josh Dobbs is going to be starting. You can get well at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, trading deadline is coming up. I really don't expect the Browns to do anything. Um, everybody is saying, well, they need a running back. I don't think they need a running back. Their three running backs are working great. My, uh, that was another little thing that bothered me about yesterday's game. Where's Kareem Hunt in the fourth quarter? Um, guy is a battering ram. Would he have gotten that third and three? I don't know. Like I said, Seattle was stacked against the run. That's why you, you would try a pass play there. They weren't expecting it. You know, so where was uh, Kareem Hutt in the fourth quarter? I, don't get me wrong. Um, he probably should have been taking the, the reps away from Jerome Ford, not Pierre Strong. I love Pierre Strong. Um, Amari Cooper found his, uh, found his way back to the uh, catching ball. David Njoku continues to, to live up to that big contract of his. Um, they did try one of those little trick plays with Marquise Goodwin. It didn't work. I'm so glad Ken Stefanski didn't go back to it. Um, you're good with one of those again. But I, I still would like to see Marquise Goodwin run deep, deep routes, deep routes. Even if he doesn't catch the ball, he's going to take a safety with him. Safety in a corner. That would open up things over the middle. Um, but anyway... Um, I am not angry about the game. 
Uh, I know fans are mad at Kevin Stefanski and want him to be fired, but I'd like to see how they would do on a sideline during an NFL game. They probably wet their pants. So be quiet. He's Kevin is, is going to be fine. Coach Stefanski is going to be fine. Um, like I said, they were down 14 to nothing. It was Stefanski's play calling that brought them back. All right. Let's talk about the trade deadline after this little short intermission. So um, tomorrow is the NFL trade deadline. Um, a lot of people want the Browns. They think they're going to get a running back, like I said earlier. I'm happy with the running backs. Um, you've heard rumors that they're looking for a wide receiver. I don't believe that for one minute. They have wide receivers. They just need a quarterback to get them the ball. That's it. Uh, quarterback, no, they're not going to trade for a quarterback. I'm hearing that um, Deshaun Watson will be back for the Baltimore game. So we're going to have Pete one more game with P.J. Walker against Arizona. Um, offensive tackle, I, you know, at first I, I kind of wanted the offensive tackle, but this is the third straight game. The offensive line has played extremely well. Um, Seattle is a good defense. And they played very well, so I'm I'm not for uh, mixing it up there. Don't let's not let's if it if it's working, let's just leave it alone. Um, where else might they? You know, I'd like to get another defensive player. Um, Greg Newsom has a hamstring problem. Um, Cameron Mitchell played well. Should have should have had that interception. Um, but can you count on him, a rookie, for this long? You might want to look at DB help. You might want to look. How about a pass rusher? If we could find somebody for a third-day pick and just bring them in on third down, I would love that. That You know, you don't, you don't trade to fix a weakness. You got weaknesses. Why don't, we, why don't we trade to strengthen the team? Maybe a linebacker. Although I don't know who's going to not play. I mean, Taki Taki's playing. He played yesterday. Um, uh, Anthony Walker, JOK. They're 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 light, but Taki Taki's a good um, good good size linebacker. So maybe a DB, maybe a, a pass rusher. I really can't see him doing anything at the trade deadline. I, I don't really think they they need anything. If Deshaun Watson is truly going to be ready for Baltimore, why? You know, why rent a quarterback for one game? Um, running back, like I said, I, I like our running backs. I'm glad they use Pierre Strongmore. I was I was hoping they would. Uh, Kareem Hunk, he looks like he did two years ago. Uh, I don't know what his problem was last year. He had really looked like he lost the step last year. But this year, he's, he's coming back good. And uh, Jerome Ford, you know, he doesn't run well between the tackles. That's... Um, that's Kareem Hunt's job, but when he gets on the outside, he's got the speed to run away from defenses. So, and like I said, wide receiver—they have the wide receivers. I don't. I, I I think Cedric Tillman, our third-round pick, I think he's hurt. That's why he isn't playing. But you still have Marquise Goodwin, who can stretch a field. Um, Elijah Moore is getting open. Uh, he's like still top five in separation. Um. David Njoku is catching everything, and Amari Cooper is just phenomenal. So, you know, we were due a game where the luck went the other way. 
Uh, could the referees have called on that touchdown, that last Seattle touchdown? Could they have called uh, DK Metcalf for uh, offensive holding on, or yeah, offensive holding on the defensive end? Yeah, he probably could have. Um, is the defense the greatest in the world, like uh, Juan Thornhill said? No, they're not. They they are starting to get figured out, but. They're still a really damn good defense. And put in the right situations, they can stop any. With that defense, you're really not afraid to play any team. Um, the Browns are four and three right now. If the playoffs started today, uh, they would be, I think, sixth or seventh. So they're, they're still in it. I mean, there's only four AFC teams that are six and two. Um, and luckily, uh, they, you play two of them. Uh, Baltimore and Jacksonville. So let's look around the AFC North. Jacksonville, kind of a whole hump game. Thought it might be a trap game. Nah, they're they're good. Um, San Francisco 49ers and Cincinnati. Cincinnati just took them to the woodshed. I don't know what's wrong. I think I think the lead is league has figured out San Francisco 49ers. Um, Cincinnati, right? I don't know how they do it. They would drive me crazy. You start slow, and then all of a sudden you start uh, uh, reeling off victory after victory. Uh, Joe Burrow is playing like Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson is playing like Lamar Jackson. They're the best two teams in the AFC North. If I had to pick one right now, I'd go with Cincinnati. Um, Pittsburgh, I, I watched, unfortunately, I watched some of that game while I was waiting for the Browns. I, I, I They stink. Um, they are they are true truly bad and um, I like I said every week this will be the first season that Mike Tomlin ends this year with a losing record I firmly believe that but then you got to see Jacksonville who have won what five straight they are a really good team Jacksonville Jaguars are sunshine is is throwing the ball around really well their defense is playing well um, luckily, the Browns get them in Cleveland in December, not in Jacksonville. So that's good news. Um, so I uh, like I said, I, you know, I, I hate it when the Browns lose, um, but I'm really not that upset. Um, I kind of expected them to lose and I was um, surprised by their resilience and their heart and their fight. They didn't give up. It looked like they were going to get out of there with a victory, but ball bounced the wrong way. We had it bounce the right way against the Colts and the 49ers, and, you know, push comes to shove. You can't be lucky in every game. All right, so that's it. As you can tell, I got a new shirt. Thank you, John. It's a fanatical elf polo. I love it. Embroidered patch. Really cool. Um I believe you can order these. I'm, I'm not sure where. You might have to hit a couple of the social media sites. Um, maybe look at the Facebook page or the Twitter page. There should be somewhere where you can order gear from the Fanatical Elves Network. All right. That's it for the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for following uh, the Fanatical Elves Network. Um, part of the Fans for Sports Network. And all I can say is let's, uh, we're moving on to Arizona. Put this one behind us, and uh, let's, uh, let's go Browns.